One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Match Ball. Hello there, welcome to the show. Leeds United uh, losing at Brighton today. This is the Match Ball. Immediate thoughts at full time um, in the studio. Streamed live for our TSB Plus members. Hello to you. Uh, the show is brought to you by Levi Solicitors. 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Um, Michael and Moscow. That wasn't great, was it? No, we, if you were wondering why we were laughing when the stream went uh, went live, it's because I had pressed some buttons to check the cameras working um, and accidentally broadcast that. Yeah, if you got a preview of Michael's face, I saw it flashing up on the screen and I get enough of that from here. I can see it. Lucky, lucky boy. Best part of the day, though. Mm. And if you are just listening to this, then none of this will mean a thing to you. But you can find it on YouTube, by the way. You can find mm. it on YouTube. Yeah, it wasn't great. No, the unlucky third kit. It's just Brighton, isn't it? We never we never win there. We never score there. Waste of time going. We didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't deserve to win either, did we? Let's be perfectly honest. Did they? Yeah. They had better chances. In the sense that they were probably better than us for most of the game. Yes. I mean, they scored, they scored when we were actually playing, had started to play reasonably well. Because mm. we'd, been, we'd been pretty much terrible up until the point that Click came on. And then it turned and we were actually decent. We had a few chances that we squandered and then they went and scored. Yeah, it feels like that's probably going to be the story of the game in a way that the changes to bring on Click and Sinistera made us much, much better going forward. But we went, it meant we sacrificed a player in front of the defence. And then uh, that's exactly how we conceded because we'd not sorted out. We'd sorted out how to attack. Mm. We hadn't sorted out how to defend and then it all felt a bit... Um, it was annoying though because it put them on the back foot, Moscow. It I did. Said, we yeah. looked really good. Um, we looked really, really good. But um, I think it's always... We've noticed this already that we do get... We do look very open um, at times going the other way. I think putting having more numbers going forward made us much better going forward. Um, but it made us even more open and we, it just cost us. I'd also like to say farewell to all our new American <laughs> listeners and viewers who joined us last week when things were great. Mm. Welcome to Leeds. Mm, yeah, it's, it's not always like that. You put that on NBC as the big primetime match. <laughs> move. Never mind. Did they move the Liverpool match for that? Deservedly, if they did. The 9-0. <laughs> I mean, look at the other side of this. It's like we've lost 1-0 to a very good Brighton side in a game in which we competed even if we weren't great. We didn't retain the ball well. You know, we didn't use it well. Whatever. They've just been dicked 9-0 at Anfield. That was us last year. We've come a long way. <laughs> I have a feeling it was probably quite a terrible game if you were a neutral, actually. There was not an awful lot of quality in it. Brighton were doing the usual Brighton thing of creating some decent half chances in the first half. And, and still looking weirdly toothless. And not scoring mm-hmm. them. Uh, we, I mean, we missed some easy chances as well. The Sinistero one, he just seemed to get his feet wrong. He went with his right foot rather than his left, I think. And if that goes in, then yeah. you know we're saying, oh, what a great 
set of changes there've been. Yeah, it strikes, uh, it strikes me as like almost like a um, just like a fairly standard Premier League game that one mm. between two fairly well matched sides uh, that mostly cancel each other out and can't get in properly behind each other. It lacked quality. It felt like a lot of it. Yeah, there was nothing really surprising about it from our point of view. I think we uh, we were more surprised by how well we did against Chelsea. That was a bit of a, a shock. Um, but I had a feeling coming into it that Brighton were going to be more difficult than Chelsea were. Um, and so it proved, and part of it is kind of the expectations from the Amex now. I don't think any Leeds fan particularly looks at that match and thinks, oh yeah, Brighton's going to be an easy three points just because we never ever get them under, no. under any circumstances we could have. Um, you know, we could probably have been Liverpool today and we would have lost 1-0 at Brighton. When it comes to the blame game, Gavin not holding back, on the comments on YouTube, immediately blaming Jesse Marsh for his switch to dark jeans. Mm. And an untucked white linen shirt. As well. was, it, was it linen or just a straightforward white shirt? I, I followed your lead on the linen. Um, I thought it was just a joke about the fact that he hadn't bothered ironing it. And, you know, he was like, the creases will fall out. Man. It'll probably be, I mean, it's got to be quite an expensive one. He's not going to be buying cheap shirts. But, um, yeah, that could be it. Could be it. It's outfit switch. So that's... Um, set of clothes for him to go and burn on the pebbly beach and we'll never speak of those again same with the third kit it didn't look as bad on them as I is it uh, my previous um, it's not working opinion has changed slightly I, yeah. I still don't like it but it looks like something a kid might have designed mm. I think well Rodrizani does get involved <laughs> it, is, it is the least leadsy of the kits isn't it this season there's been no real thought gone into it other than let's pick that one out of the catalogue and give them that if you are watching on YouTube I am wearing how a black leads shirt should work just have the, the de- use our traditional colours as detail. They say I'm wearing the Strongbow, uh, the black mythical version of the beautiful white shirt and just bring bring the blue and yellow in with the the exotic colours that you want to use. Um, but yeah, it just don't work, does it? So so that we don't have that to fall back on as a as a benefit. But the kit, it's a shirt of losers. Well, mm. the kit look, does look good on the players though, that's the thing. They, they make it look good. Yeah, but like Jackie Harrison. He makes anything. Looks good, good in anything, doesn't he? He's a, He's a handsome, ripped man. I feel like we're skirting around the major issue here today mm. that we have to point the finger of blame. This finger, mm. pointing it at the referee, Salisbury. Mm. He was annoying. Poisoned that game. Real, Awful. Real low-key annoying. Real like low-key shit. Didn't make any yeah. overwhelmingly terrible decisions. But just gave them loads of soft stuff and didn't give any, us any soft stuff, is, was what I was would say of it. It just felt like every time there was a little bit left in a tackle or there was a little shirt pull... They got every single one of them. We didn't really seem to get any. We had three yellow cards, didn't we, in the first half? This is going to be a, a risk of playing the way we do, is it's very, very easy for referees to take against it and come in and go, um, well, if you want to press high and you want to be all in and you want to go through, I think Tyler Adams got um, penalised very early on for a, a tackle on the edge of their penalty area on um, the player I always want to call. It's Veltings is the beer, isn't it? But he is Veltman's, which is not a beer. Um, and... Or Venkman, the, like Ghostbusters. Whoever it was, all of these people. Um, but this, the way when you try to play that high energy, you're tackling all the time, um, it's very easy for a, 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 a narc referee to just decide, like, I'm just going to penalise all of that stuff. And it makes it difficult for you to play the way you want to play. He did pull off one real dick move against Brighton as well at the end of the first half where there'd been a free kick with about half 30 seconds left of the half. He then allowed them to take it. They take they took it short, and then he immediately blew his whistle. Yep. And you think, blow your whistle now, 
I'll let them put it into the box. Like play the additional thirty seconds that there has been. Don't... Is that what you wanted? Do you wanted Brighton to put it in the well, box? From a, from is it because you hate Leeds? <laughs> but from the standpoint of what a referee should do, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Don't let them take it. Just go all right. You know what? You've not even got time to take this free kick. So I'm just going to blow. Or you say the game stopped thirty seconds ago. Therefore, that's time I will add on now. It yeah. just it just summed up a bit of a shit performance. It re- well, it sums up what kind of referee you're dealing with, and a so dick. it's um, and so the the thing about it him not helping our style of play is a comment on the referee being a knobhead rather than um, like a criticism of our style but it is something that um, when you do get a referee who is that just much of a prick mm. it just makes it harder for us to do what we, we want to do the, the extra two seconds it would have taken for that Brighton player to lump it in the box is neither here nor there when it comes to stoppage time and Gross was. Um, Why is everybody wanting Brian's put in the box? Was well, you just you just want a good referee, don't you? And that mm. that really kind of summed up how he was not a good referee. It was a great example of, on top of him constantly f- whistling at our players and th- showing yellow things at them. Yeah, I thought that the ref um, in the Chelsea game, don't know who it was, refereed it broadly speaking pretty well. It's and a you, perfect thing, isn't it? Yeah, when you don't you know don't the ref's know. name, yeah, but was we exactly. were looking him up. And found mm-hmm. that most of the websites listing was Salisbury Michael, and I did have a point where I was like, "Is his first name actually Salisbury?" Mm-hmm. But it's not; it's uh, Michael Salisbury. Mm-hmm. They just go with surname. I know they had Mike Dean on VAR today as well. Dean Mike Ch- Ch- chirping in his ear. Definitely offside, that goal. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. We saw the still. One thing he did get right, in fairness to him, was booking the big pirate after seven minutes. I, I looked it up. Firpo lasted five last year, so mm-hmm. we basically had to play nearly all of our last two games at Brighton with a left back on a booking. I hadn't thought about the parallels there, yeah. And it was telling, I thought, because Stroud basically couldn't make a tackle on him the rest of the game. It was gross, wasn't it, on the... Was it gross? On the No, it was, it was Marsh. Gross. It was Marsh on the left-hand side. Sully. It was Sully Marsh on the right-hand side. Just had loads of space and time for the entire game. I mean, we do seem very vulnerable in full-back positions when players switch, and I don't think you can blame individuals for that. I think it seems to be a fault of the system. Well, it's, I mean, it's... A part of the system, a feature, a feature. It's a it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were uh, letting um, they, they got behind Christensen quite a lot as well, didn't they? So it was kind of um, aim behind our fullbacks and um, see what you can get. I'm trying to wonder did um, did Alioski get booked on his nightmare match the season before when we were down there as well? Because it's every year the left back has a terrible time at Brighton. Do you know one way we could get around this potentially? Sign a left back. I know, it's, I know it's controversial, but they, they've it, signed a left back. They had a new one playing today, didn't they? It was quite good. Yeah, but there aren't any available. Johnny did not get He was books. available. Mm. That one Brighton had. Yeah. They bought him recently. Should Should we, yeah, did you see his shot? Well, in the second that half. That was poor, but... That was dreadful. But so he, he, was, he had a good game, I thought. But it is I reject games like, him for well, that. If you saw as well, um, Strauch, I mean, he wasn't at fault for the goal because he was left with two men to mark, but he did get sucked in towards the ball, didn't he? Well, like, they all did. I mean, yeah. there, were, there were three or four of them all seemed to be running to the ball and then there were men breaking over the other side because they got men over so it, it's days like today when you can see the case for getting left back, left back when it doesn't work you know contrary to how it might have worked against Chelsea mm-hmm. you looked at that today and thought maybe a full back does a little bit of there but you know what can you do yeah I don't know I think on the goal we were um, chasing shadows by that point it was a, one player goes over and that creates a gap and somebody goes and tries to solve that problem and tries to solve the next problem and tries to solve the next problem and um they just managed to, they just shot and scored before we'd managed to get um, away. Which felt unfair. Yeah. I'd just, rather they hadn't. Just looking at the stats, actually. Yeah, they had two big chances to our one. XG was more or less the same. What's the XG? 1.94 to 1.81. Right. Oh, we got we got higher than, 
Expected I think at one point. Yeah, yeah one Sinisteras point, will have been a big one. At one point, we were like 0.1 quite late in that game. <laughs> Sinisteras was the Sinisteras chance was 0.99, which is it doesn't fairly reflect it because well, no, that he did fair. get he did get a contact on it, but he was stretching. I'll say that's not that's, hurt his shin. that's not factoring in the speed at which he had to travel the men around him or anything. Was yeah, it? That's the same as Aronson's yeah, the other day say. when he uh, had the ball dribbled across the line and put it in the net. So. Let's talk, let's, chance, um, let's talk about Sinistera because he was good, some real good flashes against Barnsley. I think he came on and made a bit of a difference today as well. Just just that little moment of picking it up, turning and then running towards goal and you know just running between the lines is something we haven't necessarily had before. You get it from Aronson a little bit as well, but I think mm. you got it from him today when he came on. I th- yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was quite an improvement on Dan James. James, does his, he does his usual stuff, doesn't he? But I feel like he... I never really trust Dan James to create anything is the problem. Whereas Sinistera looks like he, he probably will. Sinistera's got a very nice weight of pass. Right? Mm. So when he's playing a ball to the byline, you think our players have a chance of reaching it. Like Whereas, Rafinha um, had that as well. He, that mm. was one of the things he was very good at, I thought. Yeah. Passing to his teammates. Passing to his teammates. <laughs> Dan James, is he still working on that? Bless him. Uh, he's fine, he's fine, isn't he? Yeah. He's fine. He's fine for where we're at. Mm. He's absolutely fine for where we're at. Uh, Melier. I thought um, did some good saves today. There were a couple of like really crucial moments that kept us in the game. I've written one down, the one-on-one on 51 minutes, but I can't mm. remember what happened. That was one of the, those terrifying breaks from the halfway yeah. line when they uh, our very high line got out of shape and easy ball through. Big Pirate got no chance of catching. Was, was it that Marsh was Mark, again? That was him again, yeah. Um, and he took one slightly overhit touch that you saw Melier immediately noticed it and was like, that's my chance. Um, and he knew kind of what to do then he made the decision I'll go out and block it and it was a, a brilliant save to to spot that little touch and then to be so decisive and so uh, quick it made up more than made up for just booting the ball um, out of play to to his right um, when I think he misunderstood where Rasmus Christensen was which was kind of maybe an indication of what the game was like overall that things were just where everything seems to work against Chelsea, we were making those kind of uh, little mistakes, but then Melier is still just the guy with the big saves, and that was a beautiful one. I enjoyed him moving down James into the right place as well, on a corner. There was one where James was, st- the, I can't remember which Brighton player it was, but someone was bothering him. Mm. And he obviously told Dan James to get in between him and um, him and the Brighton player. And then, uh, he, and, then, and then he just grabbed him and went, no, in here, in front of me, and then you push him, get him away from you. me. <laughs> I'll protect you, little Daniel. <laughs> I'd love so to he, he was more or less using he was using him as a human shield is what he was actually doing. Even though I'm still quite tall, I am probably just about little enough compared to Ilan Melier that he might want to protect me. <laughs> and I would take that. And um, what do you think of um, Christensen's positioning? Grant is in the comments on YouTube just suggested he was playing high up to constantly getting caught out, which might not be his fault, we should stress. Mm. We're not trying to pile in on him here. It might have been that he was told to push up. Mm. It does seem that does seem to be the way we choose to do it. There are the, the ball in behind the fullback there's, on either side is always a good way to get in. Yeah. And they were doing that a lot when they the big crossfield ball. Mm. I mean, I'm sure Frank Lampard does his analysis and he'll know, he'll know this. When I, when I think about Rasmus Christensen from this game in particular, it is of him chasing after somebody because he's, he's got them away. They had a big chance uh, in the first half where I thought he was slow off the mark, spotting his winger just running away from him. Um, and then there was at least one in the second half where I didn't get the impression that he'd, he'd missed it, but he did just still end up in the same place where it's like he's sprinting after somebody trying to get there. But on both occasions, um, I think our centre-backs, I won't say bailed him out, but it like it worked. We got enough defenders back to stop it from being a problem, but it does seem to be a, a vision of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of something else then. <laughs> 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, Michael, why did you say that, says size in the comments. Don't know what that's referring to. Something in the last couple of minutes. I don't know. What did I say? Don't know. Let us know. Um, <laughs> we're hearing um, from Jesse Marsh now. The comments are uh, dripping in. He's, he's saying he thought that Brighton were the better team in the first half. Second half was different. We changed the way we played and the strategy. pushed the game more. Um, maybe if Lewis's chance goes in, the feeling's different. I mean, uh, on the changes, I'm particularly at this stage in the season, like last, then the last year, we'd have been probably making defensive changes and trying to hold that for a point. I actually don't mind that we've lost that game in trying to win it at this stage of the season. Yeah. I think it's I think it's probably fine. And, yeah. and over the course of the season, you probably will gain as many points as you lose doing that. And it's just more fun, isn't it? Because it felt like it felt like a goal was coming playing the way we were. So changing it around, fine. I, I, was, I was quite pleased with it, and it, it did make a difference. And we did. We, we didn't have any chances, did we? Until those changes. I don't no, think. No, we suddenly had about um, not good ones. No one, not ones you'd really talk about. But then we did have. It felt like three or four in mm. five minutes, and there were things that should have been chances, like when Aronson pulled it back to nobody, mm. and there were, and Rodrigo had a similar one where he shot when maybe he could have pulled it back, and it felt like it opened up for us uh, after that, and it, prior to there, and it looked like there was nothing, and the half chances Brighton were getting and missing, and in some cases quite good chances, like there was the fr- completely free header in the first half that was, Webster. that Webster missed, there was the one on one, which again you probably. Mm. Would expect him to score at least one in three of those, and there were there were a couple of other ones where I think Trossard volleyed one over the bar when it, it came to him at a bit of an awkward height. But there were lots and he lots looks, of. He looks like he hasn't slept in weeks, though. He, he is a troubled looking man, but there there are lots and lots. Of, he's just escaped from uh, Tuchel's cabin in the woods, right? He's how he looks. Yeah. Oh, did he rent it for the weekend and he just got away? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Woburn, it's in lovely place. Woburn, near <laughs> um, the Abbey. Yes. Yeah. Great. Lovely. Uh, but uh, yeah, it felt like they were just going to score one of those eventually. So for us to actually try and create some chances and, and maybe stop them winning the game by us winning it, fine. I mean, we look at Webster's clear headers that he should have put in. Does that compare to Diego Llorente spinning in the air and trying to score off his back? 
Could it? <laughs> Which Textbook. was the better attempt? That well, yeah. was... That was baffling and entertaining in equal measure. And then when I look, I know this isn't what Jesse Marsh is referring to, but I've seen his follow-up comments where he says, uh, we needed to follow the match plan a bit more clearly. People, were, the, people were freestyling. We had guys freestyling. <laughs> and uh, I think he, he's, he's meaning, and it's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one in a way, because I think that bit, he's talking about the bit that we're praising, where we started attacking them, and he's saying, um, in the second half, it was okay. We needed to follow the match plan a bit more clearly. We had guys freestyling. I don't know, maybe I don't. Maybe he's not talking about the changes. We'll have to see that is. But I've not seen a, a better bit of freestyling than Diego Llorente trying to score with his back when it probably would have been easier <laughs> to just keep his eye on where the ball is and put it in, put it in yeah. off his forehead. Maybe would have been the plan. But we love Diego. He's a very disconcerting man to watch, isn't he? Just every, in everything, he's twitchy. Mm. Yeah, you never know. I mean, over, you never know. It's a cliche to say you never know what Diego Llorente is going to do, but you never would have expected him to try and spin around and score off his back. And, he, and that's the thing, it felt, it looked deliberate as well. You wouldn't watch the replay and think, mm. oh, that's a mistake. See, maybe he thought, well, it's too low for me to get my head to this. Get something on it. And the neck is not a, a flat enough area to get any sort of predictable contact with. Maybe he's got strong neck, uh, back muscles and he just thinks this is, this is the way. Mm. Liam Cooper not risk today, little knock um, he had on the calf, so they're not risking him. Um, referee, Jesse's yellow. Marsh on whether he was frustrated by the referee laughs <laughs> and then asks what makes you say that Hold, holds off making any other comment yeah he went for that didn't he it was a full um, come over here and book me seemed to be uh, <laughs> if I was lip reading it, he was waving the card like pointing at himself waving a card in the air I think he said good job to the fourth official after that as well when he turned to him which you've got to do that haven't you that's part of the mm. sort of standard uh, mm. it's in the manual I think it's um, I mean he's told us why he does this already It's his. he said it was human psychology 101 when you want things to change from the referees, you've got to try and do something to change them. Um, I don't know if it worked this time, but I think it was his, um, you know, if we're trying everything, you may as well, well, I may as well try <laughs> yelling at the referee, get a yellow card and kind of shake things up a bit. I think what had frustrated him was that it was a foul on Aronson that he threw the ball at the ground about, but I think Aronson had been fouled about 30 seconds earlier as well and yeah. he'd not well, given had, that. We'd had an hour of that. There was mm. ones in the first half where I think... Um, uh, there was a foul on Stroik not given before the, one of their big chances or something, mm. and it was. Um, but I think the I think the throwing the ball down was the beginning of like his self conscious theatre. Mm. He, he's like, right, this is my chance to draw some attention to myself, get into an argument with the referee, try to mess with his head a little bit, and just see if that changes something. And um, the, but I think this referee is just like it was like arguing with a rock in this case. You weren't going to get anywhere with him. TJ in the comments suggesting that Diego has that meth addict energy, <laughs> which. <laughs> And on that, we've had some uh, update on the freestyling from Marsh in the press conference. So we're kind of reading these comments coming through in real time. Um, And he's saying, we had several patterns and ideas of what we wanted Diego Urente to do when he received the ball and we weren't doing it. It's always fluid and you can't call timeouts and say, go here, do this. We need to understand how to read moments. So it sounds like it was uh, Urente just having one of his days. Might as well. You'd be better off teaching a dog a card trick, (laughs) as the saying goes. Trying to teach Urente patterns of play. (laughs) There's no, there's no teaching that boy. Uh, but he, I mean, he was. I don't think he made any terrible mistakes, no. did he? No, I think reading it more, it seems like he's actually talking about the. Um, yeah, it's weird. Where he's talking, it sounds like he's talking about the first half now with the freestyle and stuff, and with Yorente and that um, kind of the way we were getting the ball forward from the back just wasn't uh, wasn't what he wanted. But mm. uh, signing a striker, Stephen Dewitt, who's in the comments on YouTube, suggesting Rodrigo wants us to sign a striker too. I think we should. So I don't know if that's reflective of any comments that have come in, but I think we should. He was a bit old, Rodrigo, today, wasn't he? Mm. A bit frustrating. 
But then again, he didn't have any chances. But he, didn't, was, he, didn't, he was playing up front. It didn't so. fire for anybody, did it? No. The whole, the whole no. thing just uh, did like, not work. Like Aronson as well, after being really good against Chelsea, he was really good for bits of this. But final ball just wasn't there. Like he had several moments where he, he did a nice bit of skill to get away from someone, but then it went wrong shortly the, afterwards. The chance for Sinistera is probably the perfect example. He's done great work to kind of mm. get the ball. And it came from uh, Click stealing it off that player, off their new left-back that you think is great just stole the ball off his toe and then um, played it to Aronson. Good dribbling at the box, causing some danger, and then it's actually booted off his toe by a Brighton defender and that's how mm. it gets to the back post. And that's kind of like, um, that's our, we weren't clean. That's, another, that's one mm. Marsh likes. There was no, we weren't clean in our play and you could really feel that. So it affected Aronson, it affected Rodrigo and then Harrison ends up get taken off. But that's where, um, that's where I think we started chasing things a little bit when, Click and Sinistero really made us very good attacking, but then we had this problem at the back that we conceded, and then Forshaw came on to give us the strength at the back again, and then we had to bring on Joffy for this. Like, well, who else can we take off now? So mm. Harrison to get Joffy on up front. Although you'd, I would have taken Rodrigo off and kept Harrison just because he's in such great form. As yeah. is Rodrigo. Yes. Yeah, true. Competing uh, with uh, Haaland. Harrison's more of a is more likely to affect a game, though, isn't he? Rodrigo yeah. is kind of getting on the end of things and. Um, being a striker and Joffy was coming on to do that job so I probably would have kept Harrison to to cross onto his beautiful little scouse rat head um, who is it wizard rat's head sorry to give his full title yeah Jesse's return in the, in the press conference we're just returning to him he's talking about his behaviour in the yellow card and he's, he's giving away his strategy for getting angry again is he doing it daft sod uh, he says when you don't believe you're getting a performance out of the referee you have two options to sit there and take it or escalate your behaviour sometimes it works for you sometimes against yeah Fair enough. don't give away your tricks well he's already though I'm sure he's said that before I'll never be a guy who sits there and takes it. That's not my style. Deserved you, like Hardy said. Yeah. Yes. Well, he wanted it. He, he did ask saying, for it. He did. Like holding it. You don't seem... Well, you're supposed to be booked for asking for somebody to be booked. If you're waving a yellow card, what that's a yellow you, card offence. Yeah, and he's asking for himself to be booked. <laughs> so maybe that's the strategy. Blow the referee's mind. So he just did, he doesn't know it and he ends up booking himself. Wow. The, the ref books himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good Imagine work. if this had ended up with the referee sending himself off. It was that, it was that week. It yeah. would have been classic. Um, can you do kind of ref send off like another official? I mean, there's, I have thought, there's so. probably got to be some kind of disciplinary sanction available if a linesman starts fighting with a ball boy or something like mm. that. There'd, got, there'd have to be a way of stepping in. But there was hey, the guy I in Afcon who blew who blew early twice, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah. And his his linesmen were getting shouted at by all the players with the clear look of. I know that I I can't I don't really know what to say. I mean I know I know he's fucked this up, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say so. I'm just gonna say, look, he's yeah. he's he's the referee. His mother gave him that watch. We're not gonna uh, get involved. <laughs> little, little Mickey Mouse hands on it, going round pointing. Yeah, it just didn't work, did it? TJ saying the set pieces were woeful today. Um, after such good ones recently, yeah, no, nothing worked. Nothing well, fired. Nothing worked. With a chance, the Rente one. That yeah, was which was a very chance. good free kick from Forshaw and. Um, Forshaw then took a very good corner that nothing came from, but it, the one TJ's probably thinking of when um, we saw the the hip tap. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Both um, Shakira one. Harrison and uh, Aronson standing in the corner, tapping the hips to make a signal, and then the cameras picked up. Was it Stroik asking Llorente what that meant? What does that mean? I don't know. So not like just move, run around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that turned out to be uh, that was an absolutely dreadful. Um, that was the hit it, hit it straight well. to the defender. Yeah. So, but we didn't out. Did we have many corners even to try from? And have a look, have a look uh, at the stats. I suppose the foreshore one, the free kick from wide, was pretty good. So it wasn't a total loss. But I mean, overall, it feels like we're quite 
philosophical about this one. Because yeah. that's just what the Premier League's a bit I like, think it's isn't well, it? It's just it's what it's, Brighton's like. Yeah. yeah, it's not a Premier League thing. It's a Brighton thing. We need right. to, we need them to be relegated so that this doesn't happen. They're a good side of Brighton. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're yeah. just really solid. Every, all their players, they're all like fairly good. Well, it goes again to the thing of um, it wouldn't have helped us today, but if they had a proper striker and had scored four past mm. us, I'd maybe take it better. I'd be like, yeah, that's a proper beating. But instead, <laughs> it takes them ages to try and scuff a goal in because they're rubbish up front. <laughs> we, and, by the way, we ended up with fifty-seven percent possession. And more passes than Brighton. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just looking. Does at that it. mean we get points? Yeah, we, that's the real quiz, isn't it? Mm. Uh, what were you asking about? Uh, corners. 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 How many corners we had? Uh, corners. Um, we had three. They had, three. We had three. They had five. Yeah. So at least one of our corners was all right. Well, there you go. Let's wrap it up. Nah. Yeah. I was going to. Joffy was good when he came on. Yeah, he had a self, great skill. A bit and, selfish uh, for that. I was going to uh, say a bit greedy, but uh, yeah. should have laid it out. God, no pleasing people, is there? <laughs> I mean, he can, he can do magical little wizard tricks. He only tricks. had one shot and he nearly... Um, Killed a man. Yeah, it was like he'd, he'd sent it from the book depository into, uh, straight into Adam Webster's head. Um, yeah, that was a... And he bought us another minute of stoppage time to try and get things going. So mm. good play all round. Well done, Joe. Don't yeah. listen to these guys. And Click, when he came on... As, Click was excellent. Yeah, again, is a game changer. Sinistera, um, if we can get him fit, he looks like he can be really good for us. And um, it's just everything else we've got to worry about, really. No, it's, you know, referees are going to be a problem for the way we play, but I think we knew that already, and it's not something that will be new information to anybody who's watched um, the Red Bull teams doing this before. It's a, it's like an mm-hmm. occupational hazard. Um, we just got to hope that we get more referees like the Chelsea game than we do like this Salisbury prick today. And there's a chance to put it right on Tuesday as well, because we've got um, Everton coming, haven't we? So um, Did they draw in the end? We can look forward to that. I think so, yeah. I just looked at with Brian. scores. I've got a bigger problem than anything that happened in our game with um, Liverpool not scoring 10 against Bournemouth. I think there should be some kind of ruling, some kind of intervention that if you score nine, if, you, if you're if you on eight and you and you score nine, if you're committing to it, score 10. Yeah, or you shouldn't be allowed. Nine nil should be just a score that never happens. Eight or 10. Those are the only acceptable ones. So they've uh, let themselves down. Um, I think they should be apologising to the uh, the people of Bournemouth who've been through so much. Mm. Not at our hands. Um, Recent, this is, recently. This is probably worse. The worst thing that's happened to Bournemouth is that Liverpool did not score 10 against them. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Worst thing that's happened to us is we got beat by Brighton again. Yeah. Wrap it up there then. Um, what do we need to do about the feedback then, TSP Plus members? Well, if you're watching this on our website, on the screen, just look up there and you'll see the link. Um, or just go to the menu and click talk to us, TSP Plus, all the links in your email. There's like so many different ways. And what can they do they there? Can they can it. not only leave you leave us a little voice memo. A voice memo and also uh, text notes on what you thought about the game. You can nominate heroes and villains from the last week and you can rate the players and the manager. So you can give Joe Gelhart 10 out of 10 so that these guys wind their necks in. And we will feed all that back to you on propaganda then. Uh, so, oh God, it's because we've got the midweek game, it buggers everything up, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe sure. we'll arrange this. Nobody needs to hear about no. this. We'll we'll do this off air. We'll do this <laughs> off air. Um, thank you for watching. If you've joined us on the video stream, and thank you for listening as well. If you're on the podcast, we will return all the usual stuff on the way this coming week. And back to Ellen Road when we beat Lampard's Everton. I'm up for that. The match ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.